welcome to this night's episode of Shark Tank Season 8, Episode 8. Sorry about that beginning, but we will get ourselves going. We've got Milk Snob, Jack Stands in Marketplaces, Tour, Cilantro, and Rent Like a Champion for an update. Don't go away. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. Wow. We come in as you're getting up from under the table. <laughs> He's had to service things. <laughs> the headphones. <laughs> the headphones, yes. Zoe. Thank you so much for joining us for tonight's episode of Shark Tank After Show. We are so glad to be here. We're glad you could be here with us. We are in the chat room. If you would like to be there as well, you can obviously listen and watch otherwise. So I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Zoe Said What. And sitting directly to my left is the lovely Chris Howard. And you know what? I think that I'm going to try to follow along on this chat thing and do actually some social media at the same time as being totally connected with the audience. So um, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to give this a go. Uh, so you can write on YouTube channel and I'll see if I can pick it up too. But reach out to me during the show at Chris Howard. <laughs> live on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, CHL, <laughs> this is Constance Dunn. It's great to be here with you. You can join me at Instagram, Constance Dunn, Twitter, Constance Dunn. Now, Con- is Constance done? <laughs> she is Oh, done. yeah, okay. <laughs> can we move on? <laughs> we were trying to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, okay. Milk Snob yes. is first into the tank. Melanie, 125000 for 5%. Yes. Whenever I hear these small percentages at the beginning, I get a little bit nervous. For that much money. For any right, amount of right. money. For any amount of money. When I hear they only want to offer a small percent. But basically, this is a car seat cover canopy that can also be used as a nursing cover. So, it's a two-in-one, essentially. I like Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to jump on it there. You you jumped. You were excited. I'm glad you were excited. No, what did you it. like so much? Just that it was stretchy and it covered the thing, and I liked that it could be utilized for when we breastfeed. I liked all those things. Constance, did you have any thoughts? <laughs> well, I think it was easy to understand, and that's what this is one of these neat pitches. It's easy to understand. It makes sense, and she also has a really nice record of sales, yes. and it's it all makes sense. Five hundred thousand in eight months. Um, she does social media only, so it's exciting to potential investors as well because you see some a lot of promise, and then of course you see as an investor, I think what gets people excited is their idea to to be creative and be part of the continued success. So they had it all. She had it all, and I had eight hundred thousand for five months. Was it five hundred? In um, five, she's made one point two million in eighteen total. Yeah, yes. eighteen months, right? So, um, but regardless, she's made a lot of money. Yes. she's selling these for thirty six dollars retail. It only costs seven sixty. So insane. Yeah, no, it's just a really neat business, and she mm-hmm. had so much going for her. I'm surprised that people didn't jump on it even more. Yes, you I know? think it had to do with the category. So you know how they get into th- areas if you're comfortable with it, yeah. you'll right. go for it. Um, I know with Chris, there was some affinity for uh, it as well. So he was hot. Yeah, so Chris Sacco is back in the tank. We haven't seen him at all this season, I don't think, so I'm glad. I love him. And he knew this product. He said his wife was familiar Mm -hmm. with it. His wife had just shown him the product recently, so he was so excited. Like, I was surprised that she didn't give him more attention. Like, she was totally... I didn't think at any moment that she was going to go with Chris Sacco, even though he came right out the bat, gave an offer. Mark jumped out. Because he thought Chris's offer was so good. Yes, um, me too. And I 
couldn't figure out why she wasn't more excited to have someone who was so passionate about her. Right. But you had a theory. Lori. Lori. Because Lori is exciting immediately. Lori knows this is her niche. You know, uh, women's products, baby products, retail, this type of touchy-feely type of thing. And Chris, did. he was interesting because they're kind of going back and forth. And he was intimating, if you saw the episode, he was intimating that he was kind of more with the with the program because he was more adept at social media and he goes this is not qvc come on you're part of qvc they still sell vcrs that that was funny good point (laughs) but um but Lori was just like you don't even know what i do you you know so clearly there was a bbd there bigger better deal what's a bbd bigger better deal is this a real term or a constant it's a it's a constant term she called me the same thing before the show i don't know what she's talking about but um that's a real term (laughs) (laughs) no but the um it was interesting because uh, Lori did seem to know what she was talking about when she yes. said you need to you need to hit this fast yes. and get it out to market because people are going to knock you off and right. so they needed to gain brand dominance before somebody else did yeah so I dominance. might be in the minority here then dominance or not <laughs> because I didn't love this really? and I'll tell you why I don't like anything that I have to pull over my head right? because you mess up your hair so but that's like, just when you're breastfeeding. No, in general, like, you know, like, yeah. we wear these headphones, right. you, you mess up your hair. If you have, you know, anything, like a sweatshirt, I don't like sweatshirts that have to pull over my hair versus a zip-up sweatshirt. But the I only time you would put this on is if you wanted to breastfeed, that's what they said. Like a million times a day! <laughs> you want to breastfeed a million times a day? <laughs> well, your baby might want to, you might not want to. Well, I know, but, I mean, if you got a baby sucking at the teat, who cares about your hair? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just I'm keep not it real. clear why you can't be, care what? about both. Because, okay, let's say then you're in a restaurant. So in her example, the thing goes over the car seat. Right. So you, you've got it over the car seat. You go into your restaurant. You're all ready to sit and eat. Wow, wow, wow. Baby's crying. You're like, oh, great. I also have my nursing cover. So you take it off the car seat. But then you have to pull it over and mess up your hair as you nurse. And then it goes over again. You're making a face, but... I, Constance, are you with me? Do you like to wear sweatshirts no, that go over I, your I head? Ban, I like the zip up. There's an immediate and instant ban on anything that has to get pulled over my head. Exactly. Like you would, but maybe there's a situation where maybe it has a really big opening so it doesn't, you know, destroy the. That's what it kind of looked like. I mean, it has to have. Do. It has to have a big enough neck to be able to expand because you're putting the baby underneath it. Well, she showed it that it's um, stretchy and the baby is going under. Okay. I mean, I, I just think it's kind of weird to worry about your hair if you got a baby hanging off your. I don't breast. understand why you can't worry about They're your hair while you have a baby. Why would your, your hair matter? Really? You could have gorgeous hair and, and still be breeding the little bambino under there. I guess men and women are just different. I think what Chris is trying to say is if you got a baby on your boob, they think you're off the market. It has oh, nothing to See? do with off the market. I just want to point out that for anyone who's... Is that your hair? No. Okay, for that? anyone who's watching, not just listening, Chris here is wearing a hat. He's wearing a baseball cap tonight. And the reason I bring this up is because... Because I don't care right about my before, hair. Uh, but you do. Because right before the show started, we took a photo together. And I said, oh, Chris, you should take off your hat so that we can see you better in the photo. And you said, I can't because of my hair. So... Okay, right. yes. Touché, would that have been touché. acceptable if you had a baby at your breast? Well, I think this goes to a hey, major... Hey, I don't think I have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, This okay, goes then. to a major difference between men and women. Right. Sometimes there's the idea that, and men can understand this, that when you look good, you feel good. Yeah. And you perform better. Same with I women. When yeah. I look good, I feel good, I perform better. So sometimes when I'm just working at home, I will I'll always like brush my hair and so usually dress nice. So you think if your hair is nice. done, like, you'll pump better? 
Well, I'm just taking it out of the baby realm. <laughs> right, okay. that's not into doing that. Sorry, I just wanted to throw you for a spin there. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I think we've beaten... We're not trying to beat him up too much. Yeah, but of course lot. we are. Yeah. Yes, and I think we we've beaten this baby to death. Oh! Uh, so, but can we just say one yes, thing about do. her presentation? Because yes, this is yes. important. If you are a shy or introverted person, it doesn't mean that you can't be a great presenter. And I think she was a really great example of this because she was shy and introverted. And she, she mentioned it. something about it, not in a violin-y way. She just mentioned it. She kind of owned it and immediately warmed everybody to her. I could see their response to her. So just don't feel like things like this are off limits to, to you if you are a shy or introverted person. And I think that right there was our tank tip for this hit. So last week we tried something out with our Shark Tank tip that after every single... It was called Just the Tip, and she didn't like that. It was not actually called that. And yes. so basically <laughs> after... never call anything that. <laughs> and so basically after every single pitch, we wanted to come up with what was the takeaway. But we realized that... Um, what we were doing was more of a synopsis. So I think we're changing the name a little bit. So, we'll tweak it. Okay, we'll keep working on it. If you have a it. good name, Fantasy Stats Guru, if you have a good name for us, please let us know uh, what you think. So Tank Tip was what we were I think at? our Tank Takeaway, I think, tank is what this really away. is. So I think Constance So it's not going to be called Just the Tip anymore. It never okay. was. Are you going to try okay. to... So it's going to be... Right it's before... Not tank Tip, Tank Takeaway. Right before we're in or out Fantasy right. Stats, thank you for joining us in the chat, by the way. Right. Says, yes, it's not stuff. only females who are looking for a mate who want to have nice hair. So true. So, Constance, are you in or out? Oh, I'd be in. Okay. In. Out. Okay. I don't like that it has to go over my hair. So I liked it. Let's move on. Well, no one's gonna care about your hair if you got a baby. You can just kill yourself. Might as well just yeah. shave your head. You're out of the market, Zoe. Might as well just use a paper bag. You just apparently Nobody cares about you anymore. You just forget you. You, you had a good life, and now... And then you had a kid. You're out. You guys are so funny. So, I, I see Jack a video. Stands. Like I can watch us on there, but you, I'm not getting the little people that say things. Are you getting that underneath that? Well, yes, I am. That really? would be called the chat. The chat. So, <laughs> I am in the chat. So. If you have anything to say to us, please do. Be one of the little people that say things. <laughs> if you want to talk about Chris Howard and his child that he breastfeeds all the time, oh, feel free geez, to make a comment. Right. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Jack stands on Marketplace. We have Jack, who is 10 years old, or possibly 9, because I definitely heard multiple ages during this pitch. He was looking for $50,000 in exchange for 10%. 10%. And basically, this was just a stand. I mean, correct me are if we, you guys... We, are we talking about the... Uh... We're talking about the kid. There was only one. Little Jack, Jack stands. Remember little Jack from Denver, Colorado? Something happened and I didn't see Jack. Oh, what? It's okay. <laughs> I didn't see You'll Jack. You'll like this. You'll like this, though. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, please share it because somehow I watched the whole episode, but Jack wasn't on mine. <laughs> I didn't see Jack. Maybe someone hijacked it. Okay, okay. So, All right, go. Basically, he wanted to buy a Lego set uh -huh. when he was about eight. And his dad told him to save the money, so he opened a lemonade stand, and he somehow has monetized this into a stand that's now in a couple of malls as well, where kids can sell things. Um, he has, let's see, seven locations total, um, but this product, to me, was not really a product. What was he making money? Mm, well, not really. He's made 15000 but he owes, um, he still owed words in my notes. He had a loan for five thousand and sixty percent paid back. Yeah, so. so he's got quite a bit. And he, he just, uh, this was very much positioned as something where you could 
as a little one, or if I'm the parent of a little one, teach them about entrepreneurism and selling and all that. And the idea is that I would get, as the little consumer, 10 to 15% commission. Um, so this any bake, was it like baked goods and that type of well, thing, or was it just any it type of food items? You'd set, you'd, I'd, um, for instance, they would set the whole thing up for you. Right. Um, so you, you take 85%, they take 15% for having it at their stand? Right. Well, they're going to set up the stand for you and make everything pretty. So that's why the whole thing was confusing. And then Jack said he'd have to be there to train people. So I guess it's the equivalent. So you've got your lemonade. Correct me if I'm wrong. So you're, you've got your mall stand. You have your lemonade. You go. He tells you how to sell lemonade. So he's going to show you how to make your lemonade stand make money. I guess. Yeah, I mean, but there's other little things as well. And, uh, and how old is he? Ten. And or he's, nine. And he's making money. Or and he's got a five thousand dollar loan yeah. that he's paid partially off. I mean, that is impressive. It I can't see anybody investing in it. But so it's he's impressive. he started with a thousand dollars. I think it was from his dad. And uh, yeah, thousand dollars from his parents. Mm-hmm. He did pay that back. He got a loan from a bank, the only bank in America that loans specifically and only to children. Cute. He How got cool a five thousand dollar loan. It is sixty percent paid back at this point. He did get an offer, and it was from Chris, who said, "I can't let." this great presentation go without something. Mm-hmm. So clearly, let's face it, a little bit of a pity offer. Right. And yeah. it wasn't a good offer. Or maybe a cheering offer. But know, it but wasn't. What did so he offer? He offered a $50,000 loan with 2% interest. However, he would have to use take it at 10000 at a time. So 10000 pay that back. You could have another ten. So the interest is better at only 2%, but Chris That's a, really that's a gift. 2% interest that's, is nothing. That's a gift. Compared and, to yeah. what he'd get if he had to go... I mean, bank, if, right. Yeah, if you had an entrepreneur that was going out to launch a business... They're going to have to get like 18% interest, something ridiculous. So this is this. I I see it as a gift. I see that as being pretty cool. The 2% is a gift. But it it didn't feel, I don't know. It still didn't feel great to me. It's hard to to commit to much more because to commit to a 10-year-old who's, you know, I mean, he's a 10-year-old. He's still in school. He's still got, And that's what the sharks were saying. They basically, like, we want someone who's going to be involved, and you can't be involved. And and I think it was Lori who said, I'm not telling you that you should drop out of school, but (laughs) we need someone who can work. Right. Yeah, and there's also just something to to let you know that the the locations that he currently has, he has two in a mall, and then there's five other locations, and a lot of them are in farmer's markets. So if that makes sense, it's a lemonade stand. It's It's basically a a franchise of a lemonade stand for children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, totally makes sense. And and I think think the offer, actually, I'm 100% on board for it. I think Chris Saka was doing it. To, uh, yeah, it's yeah. almost like a my, here's my philanthropic contribution yes, yes. to uh, to honor and to you know to gift you something because you've done so well. But, ten, to, ten years old, that's amazing. But then I guess I just felt like maybe it's if like a you had taken um, equity instead, then the kid who's ten doesn't now have a fifty thousand dollar debt. But it's kind of taking and, advantage of a kid who's ten years old where you're not going to contribute but, that much, and then you got somebody who's going to be hanging on like a tagalon for. You know, and the kid could go in. But then it's not taking advantage. It's that he's scared of getting a hang-along. Well, kind of. I mean, but it's like uh, you you don't know what you're getting. When that that 10-year-old could, you know, find girls at 11 years old and then the business is gone and now you're invested with somebody who's... But how is this different? Well, because it's it's showing the child how to how to uh, the child the young entrepreneur. Jack. It's just showing Jack how to uh, how to take on even more because mm-hmm. he was he was doing well and paying down the first loan. How to yeah. take on uh, loans in incremental amounts and pay them off and develop a good uh, character and uh, mm-hmm. temperament for business. I think I think it's neat. I think it's 
Yeah. And he was adorable because his yes. father was helping him out quite yeah. a bit. And a- afterwards, he just said that his heart like leapt when yes. he got an offer. And so that was That's great. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and he's ten. Yes. Imagine him at twenty, thirty, forty. I mean, he was just beyond adorable. And I think everybody felt that way too. Just yeah. really cute, cute as a button. And he's he's obviously getting some results. He's doing something he which is, is kind of neat. Yeah, that's. Uh, yes, and and I now, wasn't doing that at ten years old. I was, and now <laughs> I'm feeling bad. I'm not no. like I'm not You're like don't down give him the money. Jack. <laughs> for sure not. Not <laughs> at all. So excited about Jack. And Fantasy Stat says that it was actually Kevin who's the one who says oh, I'm not telling you to drop out of school. So yeah. thank you. Oh. Uh, so he did get the deal. And you know what I realized two of these deals in now. This was the first episode I can think of where all four get deals too. So mm. I feel like that's pretty big. Yeah. Nice. So do you guys have uh, any do you have a tank takeaway, either of you? Tank You're takeaway. never too young. Never too Good young. Good one. Yes. Never too young, and they say never too old. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's yeah, never true. too young, never too old. So, Constance, are you in or out? I would be out. Okay, uh, I'd be out, but I'm behind uh, Sako 100. percent Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm I'm out from an investing standpoint, right. but I'm right. totally in from an I love Jack standpoint. Yeah, yeah. right. We should get t-shirts. <laughs> Let's make those. <laughs> You're it. in charge. Oh, okay. <laughs> so right before we get into number three, which was which was Chalantro. Awesome well, delegation on your part, by the way. Let's I'm make delegated. those here in charge. Yeah, you just delegated the t-shirts to me. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see if that delegation works. <laughs> so right before we get to number three, Chalantro, uh, let me just remind you, please hit that thumbs up button. You can subscribe to us. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to us on iTunes, you can write a review and say how awesome we are. Um, you can let us know if you like our tank takeaway or if you prefer tank a different takeaway. name. Come up with so, a name. Let us know. <laughs> come we up with a name. your name. And of course, if you leave a message for us in the comments uh, of the video, then we will check back and we will respond. So Chalantro, we had Jay who wanted six. 600000 in mm. exchange for 15%. I made mm. a note. I really liked him. Uh, basically, yes. he has had a Korean barbecue food truck. He mm-hmm. expanded it. He tried three times to get onto Shark Tank. Mm. So third time was the charm for him. He now has a fleet of trucks as well as three restaurants. So And everyone loved the Korean barbecue. So I kind of felt like, Jay, if you happen to be in the LA area, I love Korean oh, barbecue. Oh, we could try that. He could come here on the show and we could make mm-hmm. Korean barbecue too. Please, I hope you're listening. Jay. Yes. And Joe Kim has been, this is not his first night at the rodeo. He has had other businesses. He's been in business. And he talked quite openly about the uh, failure of one of his first businesses where he said he didn't have a vision on his first business. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty interesting. I mean, this is a, as yes. a takeaway for all of us, that mm-hmm. importance of a vision. So it's not all just um, Instagram memes and, mm-hmm. you know, up with people type of uh of cliches there's right. something important without a vision the people perish that's not just a cliche that's biblical common sense wait did you call him joe or jay uh joe okay i think it's jay i think it's jay yeah oh jay yeah. see what you okay. would have said what thing. you were yeah, saying yeah. there had so much value except you got the name wrong mm. but you're <laughs> so just ignore it <laughs> but you are absolutely right i agree and i thought it was very um good if it, that he realized too that the whole problem with his first business which Problem is relative considering it did put him through college and it did give him a yeah. That was a good account. reframe. Who said that? Uh, that was Mark that said that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Right. I mean, if he wanted to be an actor, it would have funded his whole career. Yes, he yeah. could have been like you know just just acting away you with been, Brad. You would have been with Constance to, oh. at class. No, what? Yeah. You went to your acting class tonight. Oh, yeah? Were you at your juggling class? <laughs> no, he was breastfeeding. No, I would have been at the acting class if I wasn't breastfeeding. No. No. Okay, anyway. So, yeah. do, you guys love, do you guys love Korean barbecue as much yes, as I do? Yes, I love um, I, I love uh, meat. 
Well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, but there's meat in there. There's... The only question I have is this was essentially to me like those bibimbap bowls. I didn't know if there was something. Or like, uh, uh, like the, uh, what do they call it? Uh, the bibimbap. Mongolian kitchen? The, no, that's different. The Mongolian barbecue is where they make it on the, the big similar. stone. Yeah. It's not at all similar. All right, all right. Mongolian you put the barbecue stuff in a bowl is made and... with noodles and it's all mixed okay. together it, on the, the big stone. The only thing that was different was barbecue and bibimbap is specifically on rice and it's like usually sectioned. So good. It's all the same to me. So good. And Chris. It's not. Yes. And Chris said it was some of the best food he's ever had. Right. This yes. is a guy who's probably eating all over the world, what yeah. have you. They all said that. They all they loved, all loved the food. They all loved it. Yeah. So. And which Mark is, said which it was surprises spectacular. Me. It really surprises me because yeah. it sounds like a good bit. How about, it was like $4.7 million he was doing yes. already in revenue? $4.7 million last year. He said mm-hmm. he's making three hundred to four hundred from the trucks and one to one point five from the restaurants. Right. Three and restaurants. He also yeah. has more restaurants on the way. Two more on the way. And his projections were $6 million, right? Sales? Yes. yes. Six million. Yes. And uh, and and it was interesting because one of the sharks said, you know, to him, if it's not a hell yes, mm-hmm. it's a no. Yeah. And that's really neat if you can get to the point in your life when everything that you're right. going to say yes to is just so amazing and exciting. Yeah. That or you're fits in- perfectly into your investment strategy, mm-hmm. what you would have. Yeah. Right. Because there's a lot of investments. And out that there. and that was something but it's a Kevin good said. business. Right. Kevin said he just isn't into restaurants, right. and so it wasn't the food. It was just not so much interest. I get that, and that's one so, of the things that they say in uh, in pitching is like whenever you're going to go in and pitch investors, is you want to make sure that they purchase the types of things that you're right. pitching. Sell the right thing to the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, is something that I feel like we talk about a lot. Did they make the right deal with the right shark? Right. Even mm-hmm. just now talking about Lori versus Chris for the... Um, yeah, just cover. there. Mm-hmm. Just there. Just yeah. right. That. So he did get an offer from Barbara who mm-hmm. offered 600000 for 30%. Yes. She said she really knows that space. And if you guys don't remember from past updates, Barbara was the investor with the cousin's brother. Now I can't remember if it's brothers or the cousins. cousin's brother's cousins, sister. Right? The main lobster <laughs> that wears a food truck. It's expanded. That's gone to 51, 51 million in revenue. Million. So unbelievable. So Barbara offered. She said she knows that space well. She can definitely do it. Um, Jay did counter with saying 30% was high. Would she do 20%? That was great that he, he did said that. Yes, or he said yes to the 20%. She mm-hmm. said yes to the 20%. Everyone was happy. There was a big hug. There was a little bit of an awkward moment at the end. Did you guys catch that? When oh. he gave her the hug, which she had wanted, Something he lifted happened. her up and it pulled oh, her, her dress up. up and I She's think, funny. And so yeah. I, I've had that happen to me, so I really felt the embarrassment. And she was funny. She did a, l- a little funny like drama Kinda thing about him. it. Oh, like a joke. She, I really like her. I follow her on Twitter and she has a great she's Twitter she puts a lot of great tips and um, I just enjoy she's her quirky. quite a bit and she's a self-made woman she's yeah. she's one of my favorite for sure yeah now this is uh, this is really neat I thought it was a great business I'm surprised he didn't get more yeah. I get that they don't like that business but it's it's mm-hmm. really a spectacular business because when yeah. you think about it you know what's the overhead on a truck versus having to have a storefront having to have a restaurant but it? I think he had what- three but one of them did make that point, and now I don't know which one it was specifically. It might have been Chris, I think, who yeah. said that that was exactly with the restaurants. That's what made him nervous. That when he's been in the restaurant space before, like Veggie Grill is his Veggie biggest Grill. one, right. that it was taking essentially a new product to introduce to people, that people weren't used to eating mm-hmm. all vegetarian like this. Right. Whereas this is not a new product. There's nothing unusual about it other than So he was afraid good. that other people would come and compete with them? I think he just, he said, like, it's not unique, and then right. the storefront, one of them, and I don't remember if it was Chris in particular who did say it, but right. they were nervous to invest in restaurants. He thought that there was no barrier to, to entry spot. for other people. Yeah, that's... Uh, right. So, hmm. Also, they didn't talk about it, but I loved the name. Cilantro? Yes. That was that's awesome. pretty good. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So, do we have a tank takeaway for this one? 
I just loved him. I, I, thought I, he was so I think it's about pitching to the right people, taking the right type of investment to the right type of people. Because if this was lined up with the right investors, he, he would have done incredibly well. The business is a solid, strong business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is just uh, something I noticed about him is that he talked a lot about doing everything for his mother and his sister. Yes. And he's very family-centric and just seemed like a really great guy. And I think that there's always a place for bringing forth your quest, right? So in a pitch, it always, you can see people's eyes light up. Mm-hmm. I mean, provided everything else is in right. order, um, your financials, yeah. et cetera, and your offering, it never hurts to put forth, and not as a point of trying to manipulate, but just so people understand what you're about. Mm-hmm. And I think that he put that forth very well. Yes, I yeah. agree. I think they, and Barbara said that about him. She said, you're a straight shooter. I like mm-hmm. that. So I also I, like the fact that he came back out and he said he, uh, he counter, did the counter offer because we talked about counter offers before mm-hmm. and should you counter or not and here's a perfect example where he won big by countering because he, yeah. he got he to did. save 10 percent. and yeah. it's tricky and i think mm-hmm. part of also what did well for him there was that he was likable he did counter in a very thoughtful way he said right. look i've built this up mm-hmm. it wasn't just it wasn't abrasive it wasn't yes yeah. and it wasn't just a oh but will you take this there was a reason behind it mm-hmm. i've already done this we're already making this so will you take this good point that, that it is a great point. point it was yeah. where sometimes they just go Ooh, 30, no thanks. How about 10? You know, like just they go throwing it out. That. Yeah. Yeah. And what's so good, good about point. that point good is point. that, like, in negotiations with me where I've countered, mm-hmm. it's been in not because I was trying to get a couple points here, a couple points there. It was more because, wait a second, the value that I'm bringing to the table mm-hmm. is really worth this. And if you got a valid argument for that, mm-hmm. and I'm either willing to do it for that or not, then mm-hmm. it's, it becomes very easy to negotiate when it's ah. the real deal. You know, so I love that there was uh, there was validity behind it, and yeah. it, it wasn't abrasive, and it wasn't to try to take advantage or get the best of the deal. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, wait a second, I'm, I'm bringing a lot of value to the table. I got this. Right. so we're going to do six million in sales this year. Yeah, yeah. which Barbara said too. Okay, so yeah. Constance, are you in or out? Oh, on this one, I would be in. In. Me too. I'm in. I think this was our first one tonight that we are hey, unanimously. We, hey, yes, and it will not mess up your hair. <laughs> it won't mess up your hair. You can breastfeed while you run the stand. As can both of you. Oh, thank yes. you. Now, tour is next. I thought this was tour. a very interesting one. I'm glad very to much. talk about it. So I have much that was going through this my mind. So, yeah. Tor Jr. was his name. He was asking for 500000 in exchange for 10%. Mm-hmm. This is basically a lockbox that both buyers and sellers can use so that you could get into a home for sale absolutely at any time. So, if you've looked for homes before, you might know that there's a lockbox on the front. Usually, you need your real estate agent to let you in mm-hmm. or you wait for an open house. In this case, you drive by, you see an open house, you just use the app in order to connect with the seller and say, basically, can I get a key to your house? Once they approve you, in you go. So, Right. That was the gist mm-hmm. of it. Right. What so were it's your an initial interface mm-hmm. that, so the agent doesn't have to be there, which yes. is... It. Well, yes and no, because he did say you can select you can that choose. they will only yeah. let you in with the agent. I thought it was interesting because I know that I've looked at places. I've wanted to get in places. Mm-hmm. Places have had lockboxes on them. Um, I was happy when I could get in with a lockbox. Mm-hmm. But um, so I was just kind of letting it roll out and seeing how it progressed. Um, I think the real tangible part that made it uh, worthwhile was when he started to talk about the patent. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, because it was patent pending on the technology mm-hmm. that would open it, uh, open the lockbox on the door from afar. Mm-hmm. So if you walked up to the house, mm-hmm. uh, if you had the app and they gave you permission, you could push the button, it opens up, you have the key, open up the thing, and then it will also close. What it sounded like to me 
was that the real proprietary portion of this was the fact that it closed yes. automatically. And that's what he said, it? yeah. Because they said, closed. and this is what Chris Sacco was saying, he said, well, you can today, you can go and put a key on the lockbox and it will open up. And the guy was saying, but it won't close No, a key, like a code, like a, a code scan. or yes. some, like a scan. scan yeah. yeah, so I don't know how valuable the closing aspect of it is, except for, you know, to, to his point and to his credit once again, the uh, the complete automation from afar of locking this key up, I think it's pretty good. I, I, I kind of like the idea of people being able to have access. I don't. If I was a house owner, on the flip side, uh, you know, you don't know who's trampling through your house and that type of yeah. thing, which can get a little weird. And I was thinking of yeah. also security issues, and mm, you know, right. we hear about realtors going in houses and getting raped and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I've only heard like, about that in books. No, <laughs> but I mean, you hear about things like that, and like on you know, the cold files and all those crappy television shows late at night it's like what could happen I, so I was just thinking through all the different possibilities and, and challenges yeah. I right. didn't love that yeah. aspect either yeah. I, the thought of someone just going in and now I own rental property and so when I was looking for my last place I was looking at some houses mm-hmm. like I wasn't sure if I was going to wind up I have an apartment complex uh-huh. and so I remember looking at one point at a, a duplex I wanted to see and the key was gone so the lockbox was there my real estate agent opened it no key and he tried to call the listing agent uh, and get anyone on the phone and he said at least here in LA where it's a really hot market what happens is that people take the keys so that no one else can see the place oh, and God. then they oh, can wow. offers yeah. it so I was thinking also I wonder if my perspective would be different not thinking of housing in LA but thinking of housing in maybe a smaller town or another area where it's not such a hot market where you wind up with multiple offers on a place or I wonder if like you could so, put down a deposit that like it took $100 off your credit card if the key was gone or it took you know something but how does it know that's the thing even in this right. how does it know the key is being returned it doesn't well it could though I would imagine that there would be some sort of sensor inside the box that would know if the key was in there or not yeah, assuming that probably... works you could put in a fake key like you could take any key true. and once yeah. you're gone yeah. you have no way to prove there's all sorts of things. See, there's so other, I don't yeah. like that. And I don't like if someone were, for instance, looking at my house, I definitely don't want people there without me. And even like if one of my empty places, I would never want someone just walking through. Like, it just, well, some, I don't like that. So a lot of properties, especially the upper income properties, right. there's a lot of, um, uh, there's a right. lot of cameras in there. Um, one of my things is I do also host Diggs TV. So no, she I'm does. In, she does houses. Yeah, I'm in very high end properties, and I've okay. seen all types of ways to do this it's up close and personal. So there usually is a lot of cameras. It's great. In, she in breaks these into homes. these houses and films. <laughs> yeah, breaking because no, the staging itself <laughs> in some of these houses, yeah. the staging is extraordinary. There's books worth like hundreds of dollars and beautiful white. Hundreds puppy. of dollars, probably right. more than hundreds. No, but, but I mean, a book typically costs twenty dollars. Right. You know? it's like, and it's really right. very very special and a lot of a lot of beautiful things right. so i think it solves a certain problem and that's why we saw certain people jumping in because this yeah. fits the domain of some sharks see if you others. had if you yes. had a, a, a massive amount of properties i could see it mm-hmm. being pretty valuable to be able to just let people go in and stuff i also thought that they somebody brought up the point that uh keys were going to become obsolete yes and chris. Chris. chris brought that up I, you know for me I mean, I, I hear what he's saying, you know, and it would be great that if we started making doors that you just have some other, you, you know, you scan your eyeball or something, well, but... But there are, and so here's the other thing. So I have a friend who owns a rental house up in Big Bear, right. and he doesn't have a keyed lock. He has a combo lock that he changes remotely. So every time a renter leaves, he can just change the code. So that's essentially what this is. Then you don't, because after then you, you don't, don't need, need a lock box. box, you just need a code if you're going to do that. So... 
to me, like, I wasn't into this for multiple right. reasons, but I am also curious to discuss Junior. Did you guys feel like the vibes coming from Barbara? She said that then she wanted oh, to have dinner was, with him. She was into She was him. working there. Everybody that. was in love with Junior. Not but Barbara, she I was hear you. really into Barbara, him. Barbara, you yeah. little minx. Everybody loved Junior, and Junior was a great, and there's so much to see that he did so well and how he handled the uh, negotiations yeah. as well. He did a great job. They liked his sales skills. Yes. He did the perfect, he was a perfect projection of someone who's very confident without being cocky. Very confident and very comfortable and easygoing. Because, yes. you know, sometimes, again, there's a lot of attachment on when you're when you're presenting yes. and when you're pitching. So some people can come off confident and a little bit, like, hard to... You don't get a warmth. He gave a warmth, a strength, a confidence. And what was, re- what was really most impressive about that was when he was handling what one would think of as being objections. But, uh, you know, a lot of people go on Shark Tank and they get feedback from the uh from the sharks mm-hmm. and they don't know how to handle it he was handling it with ease and he just was. turning it around he's like ah come on and he was so powerful in his feet there that they all they all really appreciated he, he, that. Was, he didn't yeah. get adversarial not yeah. at all yeah. yeah but were you surprised at just how much they loved him and that like so many sharks said this is the best pitch we've yeah, ever seen yeah i was seen. surprised by i that. was a little yeah. surprised it I was, was surprised a little excessive yeah. because there's great pitches he was very very good right. but they were like you're the best salesman yeah. it's like we're going to colonize the moon yeah. i never <laughs> felt this way before That's like really see i didn't there's certain things that i just don't like like uh, and it's just technique things more than anything i don't like labeling questions when somebody says ask a question i don't like saying well that's a good question oh, i hate that too. i hate yeah. that yeah that doesn't do it for me no. but i know that some people do and that's part of the, yeah. the kind of the canned sales approach yeah um so i wasn't feeling the same way they were i uh-huh. did really appreciate his ability to be strong on his yeah. feet especially mm-hmm. when he was getting uh, blowback from mm-hmm. the sharks about because chris saka was really challenging him yeah and then he came back evaluation yes, yeah big time so he did get an offer. He got multiple offers. So let's see. So Kevin said that he thinks he was asking for too much money, but Kevin said, I like you, mm-hmm. so I will invest. He wanted to do 500000 uh, but to break it down as 100000 for 10%, but the four hundred remaining 400000 would be a loan at an 18% interest. Then uh, Mark said he was out. He doesn't know real estate. Uh, Chris thought the technology was old. Barbara said she would go in with Kevin. Um, let's see. Contingent on selling the technology to a big chain. Mm-hmm. Chris was out. And but then let's see. I'm sorry. There was a counter, two hundred and fifty thousand for ten percent with a two hundred and fifty dollar line of credit. Uh, so was that with Chris? Because I just wrote there was a counter, and now um, I don't know who to connect that. Let's to. see. There was ten percent, two hundred and fifty thousand. Right. Barbara. Yeah, that was. Uh, Chris and Barbara got. Chris together. and Barbara got together. I'm sorry. Wait, no, 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 Kevin. No. Uh oh. Oh, Kevin and Barbara. So, Kevin, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then um, it wound up being a two hundred thousand dollar. Yeah, his counter. Okay, so two hundred thousand with ten percent and three hundred as a loan. Okay, so that's where I got lost. I love to watch that there. interaction though. I thought that was really a good learning mm-hmm. opportunity to see the back and forth, mm-hmm. and uh, you okay. know, way to go for him once again to yeah. stand up with a nice, powerful counter. Yes. That got him a better deal. I mean, he ended up like, uh, so he countered with 250K for 10% and 250K loan. What they had originally offered, Kevin had offered, was 100K for 10%. So he got 150K more free. Uh, No, he got 100 more. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because the deal at the end was 200. He got 100 more free because he took the time to counter. And it's like, It would, would have been stupid not to yes. if you could get a hundred grand like that. You well, know? it's so yeah. easy for us though also to sit here and say it would have been stupid not to because how many times then do we see? We have seen. Right. I feel like some of it depends on their mood. Some of it we don't know, of course, what the other 
45 minutes of their pitch has been where they counter and it does seem like a good counter and then they all start you and know, that's life it goes like that so i mean in does. reality you could go to an investor and it could be their mood or it could be yeah. anything else you know? absolutely like, yeah. and true. fantasy stats does agree barbara was definitely hitting on junior ah, <laughs> see? The well, truth comes i guess out. we all picked up on yeah. that so is that our yeah. tank takeaway for this one? hit on the investor that no. too <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh no i just like i i think that uh, from my perspective the tip would be the uh to stick in there, and I'm 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 liking the counter offers in uh, a non-abrasive way. Yeah, yeah. So two in a row with that one. Yeah. Okay. So Constance, are you in or out? Um, I would be actually out. Okay. But can we just say something about yeah, the national change? Barbara says she goes. She says this is a contingent upon getting national yes. deals, and right. that's what we talk to the technology. We're thinking LA. We're thinking doing key codes and optical right. scanning. Across the country, there's a lot of rental properties where this will work beautifully. And she even said, this is just a matter of... All those red states. Right. Well, getting all the sales would be a matter of me calling people. So, I mean, Barbara is just like having Barbara and Mr. Wonderful. It's just like dream team come to life. I think that was smart to do a dual deal. Right, right. Because we always, sometimes I think we get in this idea that it has to be next generation. But people are going to be using technology for a long time. Absolutely. No matter how obsolete it is, it's still... There. You're saying the deplorables. <laughs> so I, just I, I still time. have a DVD. So I guess I'm I still one. have a VHS at home. I do. I, I have I'm some a, tapes in I'm Japanese that I so. can't replicate. So I have my VCR <laughs> for my so, Japanese tapes. So Chris, are you in or out? Uh, on this one, I you know what? I'd have to be out just because I don't understand it enough. Right. And yeah. for this one, I'm out too. I just I get that it could work in other situations, yeah, but yeah. I don't love it. I don't. I think I'm too much of a nervous Nelly about uh-huh. letting people in, which actually goes right into our update, Rent Like a Champion, which yes. we had talked about last season. They're just from last season. They had gotten a $200,000 deal for 10% with a joiner of Mark and Chris together. Basically, this is like Airbnb, except for in college towns specifically, so it centers around specific like college events. See, really? And That's right before, was, huh? Yes, and right before Shark Tank, they had $2.3 million in sales. And in the year, about a year after Shark Tank, uh, they've, they're up to 5.46 million. Mm-hmm. And um, they're also doing, they're doing a lot of like, Mark's taking over the back end um, operations. Chris mm-hmm. is taking care of partnerships. For example, they're partnering with the golf tournament, the PGA. Yeah. So they are just rocking and rolling as the expression goes, but I right. wasn't into them before and I'm kind of not into them now. Right. Yeah, 10 million <laughs> projected sales. Yeah, no, it looked like they were doing, they're doing well. So, I mean, who, who can argue and who can complain with that? No. It didn't, like, it didn't, I, I was watching it. I didn't really quite get the gist of what it was all about, um, but I saw that they were doing well. Yeah. And they were which having is, a tailgate party. And, yeah. and yes, yeah. and I loved the cowboy. I, I, it's in Alabama, and so I love to see different parts of the country that I don't get to see a lot. Right? So I was like, Auburn, I've always wanted to know where and what The hell's Auburn. happening in Auburn. Yes, yeah. and I, I just saw the cowboy boots. But I, there was a great tip from the... Um, from Lovely Junior, right. there's just this is a little tip for the guys. If you only have money for one suit, just get one suit, but just make sure it's tailored yeah. as well as Junior's suit is. Yes. I always say, don't buy more things, buy fewer things. But especially with men yes. with suit, fit is everything. So it doesn't even have to be that great in terms of fabric. Just the fit has to be beautiful. If you see, he wore a beautifully fitted um, suit. So I'm just saying, just just quality, focus on though. quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I, I bought just, when, when I it. got my first one. business loan, I went out and bought a Xenia, like a $2,000, suit. Dang. But I had one, and I wore it for it's four years. It was the only <laughs> suit that I had. Right, and Xenia is yeah. actually like a, a couture, a high-end luxury right. brand that actually, I think, deserves the 
the term the quality matches the price. Yeah, that's a good. Zenia's a good. Sometimes you, you go, oh, it's an A, B, C, or D. Right. Like la la la, George Clooney wears them. But sometimes the level um, you're paying, of course, for the brand. And sometimes if you do live in a city, there's always the uh, the garment districts, and they usually have a men's area where you can go and just find some really great tailors. I want to help that's people true. out. No, so true. our tank takeaway for it's, the whole show is basically go some, get a nice outfit. So yeah. thank it, you guys girl, so much. It makes for, a difference though if you're in the business environment. It really, really does. And uh, you know, uh, Zenia did. <laughs> Uh, Zenia didn't fit me that well, but uh, like it wasn't the perfect fit. Oh. Boss actually worked much better for me, and it was a little cheaper. Find yeah. find yeah. your manufacturers <laughs> and just go to them over and over again. Zoe loves yeah. us. Zoe loves <laughs> us. Like, we all love you guys. She, ah. We are having fun, but unfortunately, it is time for us to wrap no. up. So thank you guys so much for joining us once again. I am Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Zoe Said What. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt Hosting, where I do a weekly movie analysis show. And sitting to my left, beautiful movies with Zoe is always worthwhile. Um, I'm Chris Howard. Reach me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. Also go to legendarylivingdaily.com right now and uh, download that because you can get a everyday tips, inspiration, motivation, business building tips and go to legendarylivingtv.com for YouTube. Yeah, you can visit me at Instagram and Twitter, Constance Dunn and uh, hit me your, your style conundrums. <laughs> I always style. love to, uh, it's the little things that can just project your attract, most attractive and authentic self to the world. It's so. true, she Absolutely. kicks me under the table every time I do something wrong. I kick him under the table <laughs> all day long. <laughs> well, we love be- being beautiful and authentic. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us on tonight's Shark beautiful, Tank. Authentic. We will see you here next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 